and welcome to the Combinations Podcast, the podcast from North Staffordshire Combined Healthcare Trust. And today we're going to be talking about well-being as this week is the well-being week. We're going to hear about an exciting role that's coming into our trust called the Wellbeing Ambassador. And we're also going to have a conversation about well-being and how you can get involved in terms of that. In this week's podcast, we're going to be talking with Neil Clark, a member of staff who works in the People and OD team, and he's going to be telling us about the Wellbeing Week and how to get involved. And he also shares a personal story about what inspires him to be involved in Wellbeing and why it's such a passion to him. So let's have a chat with Neil. Hi, Kyle. Um, yeah, I just just wanted to sort of share and talk about all of the fab stuff that's happening in terms of what we're doing to support staff. Uh, both currently and what's coming up and what's new and fresh. Okay, and obviously you've come today to speak about more about staff's well-being. Uh, what are the motivations behind staff well-being? What are my motivations? Yeah, what, what are your motivations? My motivations. So uh, I myself, I had nothing to do with staff well-being up until uh, the start of the pandemic. Um, but my own personal motivation stem from about three and a half years ago I had a breakdown myself um, so my background is actually uh, leadership development organizational development culture change staff engagement um, that side of things and through my sort of time running leadership development programs I always used to complete various different surveys and stuff that I was sharing yeah. with participants on programs and um, one of them is the Robertson Cooper Resilience Score. And I always scored really high on it. Um, yeah, what is that? What is the, the, the that score? It's it's all about how you assess um, how you deal with um, challenges, um, yeah. how you cope under stress and pressure. Mm-hmm. And it just gives you sort of an indication as to um, how well you um, deal with adversity and um, uh situations where yeah. you're in so that that made you feel like you were in the right place but then obviously yeah. and yeah I, I suppose um to, just to give a bit more context in my personal life um i raced mountain bikes for mm-hmm. uh, 15 years um and that was kind of 24 hour um racing seven day stage racing marathon distance so my sort of outlook on life was always if you like just extreme keep, yeah, like, if you keep yeah pushing, you're like a tight deadline and an extreme sport yeah <laughs> you keep pushing and keep pushing yeah. and keep pushing and you'll get through and everything will be fine but um guess what life isn't really like that <laughs> no. so so you you did all these the, I wouldn't say tests but you got the score you felt confident about yourself and then you had a stint of what what not feeling good or what what would you how would um, you put it well, there was the way I, t- I t- sort of explain my own journey to people is there was no one thing that um, tipped me over the edge, so to speak. Yeah. It was like a staircase of various different um, life events mm-hmm. uh, building all on top of each other to the point where. Um, ended it's like up dominoes, to... like dominoes. One thing falls and then it just a knock on effect. Yeah, you can deal with any one of those things individually, but when there's a combination of things, and some, yeah. some of those things were positive as well. So um, uh, getting married, um, renovating a house, moving house, mm-hmm. um, 
some of the not so nice things were I had a slit disc, so I was in constant pain and discomfort and couldn't sleep. Um, Which tiredness uh, can affect your mood, can't you? So. Oh, <laughs> big time, big time. And you don't realise how much it affects your life mm-hmm. until you, you, you struggle with sleep and pain. And then uh, running alongside had um, had other issues like um, uh, we, we were pregnant with our first child and mm. um, my wife was at risk of miscarriage all the way through and 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 when Tilly was born um, we had some real health issues and um, had an event where she stopped breathing and I thought she died and you know all of that is quite extreme so no wonder your 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 motivations for well-being is definitely going to be uh in the right place so this all happened what three three in the last three years so this is three and a half years ago this isn't even counting the last two years of obviously the pandemic so yeah. And I guess, is that where your motivations then started once you'd got over that and you thought, actually, I can't be the only one that's in this position who's felt like this? Yeah, well, let's just take a step back because yeah. before I uh, went off sick, um, I was in denial. I, you know, I, I just, if I keep going, I'll get through this, I'll keep going, I'll get through this. And it was my manager that pulled me to one side. Um, and it took about an hour to convince me that I was poorly and I needed to go off. Yeah. And, uh, is that is that a pride thing or is it just because you felt so confident in yourself? No, I think it was denial. It was pride. It was um, how I'd always done things. If I keep going, I'll get through it. Um, yeah. Whilst there's, actually it's a hard lesson to learn. And um, unfortunately, not everybody gets to learn that before they end up um in a situation yeah yeah um so part of my motivation is to actually talk about my own journey and my own experiences yeah and um bring some of my lived experience to help provide insight to others um and to stop people from going down the same route and having the same experiences that i had um returning i returned the september before um uh the pandemic mm-hmm. um and i fell in such a good place and it i it was to do with um combination of things it was to do with support um both at home through my line manager um and the thing that really sort of turned things around was weekly counseling and medication and i was hugely resistant to going on medication uh because of some friends and having yeah you, some, you hear sometimes some bad stories or or you hear things in the in the in the press it does it does put you off sometimes with with it and it's about i guess understanding the differences it's gonna make yeah i've got a friend who i was messaging this morning um he's uh, been advised that he should go on funnily enough the exact same medication that i'm on yeah and he's hugely resistant to going on it and i've been talking to him for a couple of weeks now about um encouraging him to uh, give it a go um and to share my own experiences to alleviate some of his anxieties yeah Um, it's definitely down to a stigma isn't it with a lot of people because i i feel probably would be in the same position if someone said to me oh yeah this will help 
and and you know I, I barely take paracetamol when I have a headache so like yeah. to take take a, a more serious um drug as such is uh it is a big thing and it's you know your role there and is supporting your friend and, and doing some some well-being in and outside of work so your role extends not just well everyone has that uh sort of responsibility of well-being of their friends and family but it does show that well-being isn't just just for work is it really and you know my my youngest my son was born the very first day of the very first lockdown <laughs> and um uh, I was actually on paternity leave mm-hmm. um, so I went off on paternity leave to never return again <laughs> so to speak um, so the whole lockdown situation and working from home happened whilst I was off yeah so um, my first day logging on it was hey new world <laughs> <laughs> what what's going on to be honest it might have done you a favor actually because now you get to spend more time with your newborn because yes they're probably going to be distracting when you're trying to work and it's crying in the background um and i assume you're not home alone but you know you are going to be less in traffic less in you know you know just going down for lunch it would be that little bit more time so maybe it is like a almost a blessing for you it can be a blessing it can be a curse as well believe me so it's um yes i've got to see more of him and my daughter uh growing up um and they get to see more of you as well so yeah but i tell you what i've never thought i'd say this but i missed the hours commute to work and back <laughs> because it gives me that sort of switch off time like decompression time just to reflect on the day or prepare for the day and shift between yeah um, father it's like it's like a, a switch isn't it sometimes like a, a drive in the car if you get a good run it's yeah. sometimes quite refreshing so yeah. put the and tunes on and off you go it's you know you get you ready gets you up and almost warm for the day yeah so. yeah and it's it can be really hard when you switch in between um od professional and yeah. father and husband uh literally through by walking through the door yeah then... i struggled a lot in in the lockdowns and that 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 exact thing happened to me it was trying to switch on from like this room i'm in now is my home office which originally wasn't just for work it was it was where i made all my content it was like all my hobbies and then obviously with lockdown it it, it switched it and to try and get in a work mode when i wasn't working in a creative job was just really difficult so I, I completely get why you miss the commute. So, and we're super lucky, Carl. Let's face it, because we have a dedicated room where we can work in. We can shut the door, and it's not in sight. It's not. Yeah. We're not being reminded of it as as much. Whilst as some colleagues, it's a very different situation. So they're setting up on their dining room table and Mm -hmm. leaving it there and walking past it eating their meals with their family next to the laptop and it's a constant reminder and so um you're not sitting at the table eating your dinner and then you're an email coming in and you know it's not messing with your with your mentality of being at home with with the family or being at home with yourself so yeah and it can feel like a sort of uh like you're in a prison cell sometimes when you work mm-hmm. at home and it's it's very easy to fall into the trap of just being stuck at your desk constantly yeah. working away not taking breaks not stretching mm-hmm. your legs um and it, it, it's yeah it's it's just very different 
and the pace yeah. is insanely uh, fast compared to how it used to be in the office. So we we so we know that obviously you've been through a time where you've understood well-being you know firsthand I know I've you know done lots of things to cope well-being wise for work and for personal like my walls they were never gray uh, before the pandemic but I decided to paint them to give the room a little bit more life so obviously we've seen it all but how are we doing it for the staff that you know need to learn more about this well-being yeah so do you know um We've never wanted to go through the pandemic ever, ever, ever again. Um, but there have been some good things that have come out of it. So yeah. flexible working, the fact that a spotlight has really been shone on the importance of well-being and uh, the importance of inclusion as well. Um, and those two things are fundamentally um, really important things that have come out of the pandemic. And it's good to be able to sort of latch on to positive things, you know, when the last two years have been so tough. Um, so well-being previously to me was all about, you know, do more exercise, eat healthier and quit smoking. But mm-hmm. that that was that was it. It was it was boring to me. It was almost um, like almost like happy body, happy life sort of thing. Like. Yeah, it, it didn't. It didn't interest me. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, it's important. Yeah, da 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 da. But actually, when when I returned from my paternity leave, I was told I'd be supporting staff health and wellbeing, uh, and supporting staff through the pandemic. And it really excited me. A because of um, my recent experiences. Yeah. But secondly, it felt like I could do something to contribute towards the cause. So yeah. if I could support and help support um, and help improve well-being for staff, um, talking sort of not just frontline clinical and operational staff, but also support staff in the back in, you know, working from home in very different but also very stressful situations, and, and that really sort of uh, got my juices going, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, re- it reignited the uh, job satisfaction for you then, didn't yeah. it? And it, it was it was a it was a different um, direction in yeah. in in my experiences within work as well. So it's there's something exciting about learning about new things, but also using transferable skills that you can sort mm-hmm. of bring. Um, so um, our staff counselling and support team are utterly fantastic. That the mm-hmm. brilliant. So is this team available all the way around the trust? Yeah, so we've got a fantastic staff counselling support team who are absolutely awesome. Uh, and we're so lucky to have um, such a forward thinking and supportive team to support staff. So they'll do workshops and webinars. They'll drop in and provide specific talk support to teams, um, to individuals. And if if you know if staff want to access that, all they have to do is go on the internet or the internet. Uh, and all the details are on there. Um, in addition to that, um, there's the national NHS offer, which um, evolved as a result of COVID. So again, there's loads of specific. Yeah. And what what is the national one? Is that is that for everybody who can access the yeah. NHS? Yeah. yeah, everybody in the NHS who works for the NHS. So there's things like bereavement, uh, financial mm-hmm. well-being support. Mm-hmm. There's um, uh, there's a whole range of stuff. There's loads of free apps like Sleepio and 
Um, I can't think of any others off the top of my head. Uh, and that sounds like you're going into more the mindfulness yeah. as well. That's another yeah. another thing uh, for your well-being. No. Yeah, so they've done deals with all mm. these companies. So there's currently you can gain free access to that if you're a, a member of staff. So there's some really good stuff happening. Um, in our trust, we've also got um, access to 24-hour, seven-day-a-week um, telephone counselling. So that's through our um, EAP provider, who's VivUp. So VivUp do like the salary sacrifice stuff, but we also ask them to provide this additional support. So outside of uh, working hours at the staff counselling support team, anybody can access it. And they even provide um, just a, a talking yeah. um, opportunity. So if I'm a ward manager on a night shift, and we've had something really quite significant happen, I can just ring up and say, I've got this situation that's happened. You know, what can I do to better support my staff, you know, at this point in time? Or I just want to talk about something. Might even me. help people with working from home as well, with it being so isolated. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's there's loads of fantastic stuff. Um because there's so much going on at the minute, the staff aren't always necessarily fully aware of the depth and breadth of what's available to them. Um, as part of our um, system work, we actually set up a, um, a system. I keep saying system. System <laughs> is Staffordshire and Stoke-on-Trent, and it's all health and social care staff it, you know, that, that are in that area. So there's like 90,000 staff. So we were given money by NHS England and innovation. I say we, every single system did across the country. Uh, to set up um, uh, a referral service yeah so that service is run by clinicians um you can have a chat with them and they can uh, and they can have a you know work out what's going on with you give some advice on what you might be able to do to help you in that situation versus um what support might be useful for you um and actually they can fast track you and refer you into services so you're not repeating the same questions over and over again each time you go somewhere different so that's been a real success for us um and it's a stepping stone towards encouraging people to access support so if you think about me and my personal situation maybe the jump of going straight to a counseling service was a bit too much for me mm -hmm. um but maybe just picking up the phone and just having a chat. It's um, a bit like an open day, isn't it? Like getting yeah. to know what 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 services are available and what will suit you as well. Yeah, and and the, the feedback um, that we're getting through that service is phenomenal. As is, you know, the staff counselling support feedback that we get. Um, so yeah, there's some some amazing stuff that's happening. Um, this week, uh, we've we're running. Um, our ICS, so that's Staffordshire and Stoke-on-Trent uh, Wellbeing Week. Yeah. So that's running seven days this week. Um, so it started on Monday and it finishes on Sunday. And quite often the people that arrange these things, the Monday to Friday staff who work nine to five, yeah. so that tends to be when it's on. Um, but actually we're, we're starting at seven in the morning, we're finishing well into the evening. We're doing stuff across the weekend as well because actually that's when our staff work. <laughs> um, and, and what 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 what's happening in this wellbeing week then? What 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 are uh, what are people going to expect to to see or hear or? 
so much Gail honestly mm. we've uh, we've already had some amazing guest speakers we've had some brilliant sessions uh, we've got more um guest speakers to come uh throughout the week and actually even if you're listening to this podcast in three months time every every single session has been recorded so you can go onto the Together We're Better webpage and play all of them back if you want. So we've got a mixture of um, international um, uh, subject matter experts. I'm so surprised gone... you're not on the panel with uh, with your <laughs> past experience, and especially being in, in the team you are, you know, mm. some, some local knowledge coming in as well. So it's good to hear there's a whole diverse range of, of well-being speakers shall we say i can see as well obviously the listeners won't be able to see this but uh, you've got a, a a banner background background with the uh with the recognize reflect and reconnect which i assume is the motto of the virtual well-being week yeah 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 it is i'm flying the flag and have been for some weeks now so just trying to get the message out there so yeah there are themes for the, for the event because what we wanted was you know it's that time of year where we've come out of winter pressures we're also two years through the pandemic and it's been really tough and it doesn't matter what role you've been in within the nhs it's been super super tough um and even if you don't work in the nhs it's still been super tough <laughs> um so recognize is actually think about the journey we've been on over the last two years reflect on what's worked well for you maintaining your well-being and actually what's not worked well because when we're under sustained pressure and stress for long periods of time we tend to um we tend to drop the things that are important um uh, for our well-being so we mm -hmm. tend to do less exercise socialize less uh, eat healthy we tend to do the things that are actually not so good for our well-being so we tend to eat more convenience food more high sugar high fat food yeah uh, and that that that'll be a connection as well to just to motivation like if you've had a crap day at work the last thing you want to do is you know go into the kitchen and cook when it's just like oh, i'll just order a pizza and i think a lot of the viewers oh sorry a lot of listeners would probably you know recognize that they've had a similar situation as well yeah you, t you tend to drink more alcohol if you smoke you tend to consume more nicotine i for one drink too much coffee <laughs> i wonder where you were going with that one then <laughs> um yeah and it, it's so it's recognizing that actually that's a really vicious downward uh, spiral that isn't good for our well-being at the time we need our well-being to be mm -hmm. uh, strongest yeah. and, and most re resilient so the reconnect is actually reconnect with the things that are good for you as an individual um so i wonder how many is, people wonder how many people would actually really think about their well-being if they saw it as a graph because I, I like to think of uh, my mental health and well-being being a bit like a graph and, and knowing oh yeah in that week I'd have probably been at a, like an average 90 but like I feel like I'd run at a 95 like that's a good week for me if I had 95% good well-being and then you're obviously going to get the 5% I like lack of sleep or, or something like that but if if I think if people could visually see well-being it, I think they would actually have like a, a a better idea of how to improve it i don't know maybe that's just a me thing but i don't know could would you see an advantage with a graph a graph <laughs> <laughs> have like a dashboard that pops yeah, up it that's what you. i mean imagine yeah. if you had an app for your well-being obviously i know that some of the smartphones have 
you know, built it. And they have graphs, and that's probably where I'm coming from this. Obviously, yeah. going to the gym and, and you can see your personal best and your strength. I feel like you had something, I don't know how you'd log it and how you'd track it, unless if it literally said, How's your week been? Yeah. But, you know, I think. You're onto something there, Kat. Yeah. Because, no, no, seriously, yeah, all joking aside, you are onto something yeah. because. You heard um... it first on Combinations Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, because. Um, we actually developed a, a well-being conversational tool. So if you think about um, if you're managing staff or actually if you're just um, a colleague of somebody who you recognise might be struggling or yeah. um, there's been a change in behaviour. It must be a them. unique set of skill set, though, because obviously I'm not a manager, but I assume a manager gets to know their staff and I think you would probably be able to tell by the conversations the stories their current commitments so I mean yeah I guess yeah. the tool has probably been useful yeah it's just picking up on little nuances so actually Kyle today doesn't seem as uh, energetic or full of the joys of spring or whatever it might be but um it's uh it's just asking some taking the time to ask somebody yeah you you don't see me normal self is everything okay and um just using it as an inroad to check because there's a motto we've been sharing right the way through the pandemic which is you've got to care for yourself in order to care for others Mm -hmm. and and that's big in the nhs isn't it yeah Mm. and and actually um there is a real hero mentality um within the NHS and generally speaking we're very caring and compassionate people that put others first before ourselves Mm -hmm. but there's and and, and that's the nature of actually going into healthcare um it's it's reminding people that you know we've got to look after ourselves first in order for us to have more impact caring and looking after others Because if we're running at one hundred percent, going off my graph idea, then you're gonna have you're gonna have more, you know, more. Your mood's gonna be better. I know when I'm tired. Like sometimes, you just don't put the maximum effort in, and and that's you know, if you just had that better sleep, you're in a better mood. And even if like someone pulled out with you and on your journey to work, and you've got that little bit of like annoyed, like it's it it it, it does make a massive difference. So you know, reflect on yourself, get yourself back up to um my 100 percent, and then you know hopefully yeah. with you being at your, be- your best and your prime that you're going to be able to give the best which then has a knock-on effect because if you've made someone better then when they approach somebody else it hopefully makes them better so I've, i know this analogy from i've seen it on on the internet where it's like a, a circle of arguments it's actually the other way around than what i'm saying yeah. so yeah yeah I, I tell you what, we could talk about this all day, couldn't we? Because yeah. actually, it, it affects it's all of us. It's such a big topic, yeah. and I, I didn't realise because obviously we had our we had our ideas of questions of what we were going to talk about today. But I think as soon as we got into it, we knew that this is a this is a big. I mean, we will have to revisit some sides of this podcast in the future. I think. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, well, absolutely, and we'll get we'll get people who are better at talking mm-hmm. about it than me as well. <laughs> <laughs> No, but um, going back to the wellbeing week, yeah, the, you know that reconnecting. There's loads of cool, weird, wonderful, wacky things that are there for you to try and get inspired by. Mm-hmm. So things like laughter yoga, bibliotherapy, which is you know the importance of books and reading to yeah. 
we've laid on a comedy night. Um, on so the there's brand. a bit of everything for everybody and there will be a link in the description of the podcast to this mm. page so if you'd like to access some of the stuff that you've heard about today then you can click the link below and this podcast mm. is available on SoundCloud, Spotify and Apple Podcasts so hopefully the description displays how we want it so is there anything else you want to say before we wrap up this podcast today? Yeah there is actually so something that's really new um, so if you think about what we're trying to achieve we've got loads of uh, really high quality support and provision in place. Um, the next challenge is um, uh, actually creating a shift in culture. Yeah. So yeah. making sure we provide psychological safety for everyone mm -hmm. within the workplace and influencing and changing our culture so it's more well-being focused um, yeah. in everything we do, how we support ourselves, how we support others, decisions we make and understanding the consequences of that. Um, and it's that for me is super exciting. Um, we also need to get some of the basics right. So actually staff are able to take time to have a break, you know, mm -hmm. hydrate. Um, there's no point focusing on um, changing culture if you're not getting that, those basics right. So it's such a complex yet exciting journey that we've got ahead of us. And mm -hmm. one, of, one of the steps that we're doing to help to you know, really accelerate that is we've um, put an expression of interest out for people that want to get involved in becoming wellbeing ambassadors. Mm -hmm. across and the how, how would somebody, is that is that closed or is that still open for everybody to, to so get involved? It's closed for the initial um, uh, recruitment, but actually it'll be open ongoing. Okay. Um, and if anyone's interested in becoming a wellbeing uh Ambassador. Yeah, ambassador. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna I nearly said something else then, so I'm glad you corrected me. But if they are interested, is there anyone that they can get in contact with? Is there a yeah, yeah, just um drop an email to uh, all one word staff wellbeing combined at combined.nhs.uk. Um just say you're interested in becoming one. So essentially what it is, it's um uh, volunteers that are hugely passionate about the well-being of themselves and those around them yeah. and it's it's not about patients service users it's about the well-being of the combined team. family yeah, yeah as, the, as, as many would say the uh the combined family so yeah and it's it, you know there's there's training the support you know that's ongoing for those people to encourage and do they get a special badge uh, we've not got to the stage of branding yet. But there, will, there will be goodies, and the, w w you will know who oh, those yes. people are. I will um, look forward to that. Everyone loves a badge in there combined. That's 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 the key I think to success. A badge is always a good um, advertisement as well to yeah. to a member of staff, and and you find this with certain badges that you know, you wear those with pride to say, hey, I am someone you can come pull aside and and say that, you know, could you help sort of thing. So yeah, and those well-being ambassadors. Um, they're meant to sort of inspire, motivate and encourage those around them to focus on their well-being, be a, a resource where somebody can come to me as a well-being mm -hmm. ambassador and say, do you know what, I'm having a bit of a rough time at the minute. Um, and that person's then able to signpost to actually what they can do to support that individual. Yeah. So it's not about well-being ambassadors looking after and caring for that individual and taking on the responsibility of mm -hmm. um, yeah they're not their personal counsellor what they are no, is is no. the the signpost the light at the end of the tunnel yeah. sort of 
I, you know, there are options that we can deal with, and the best thing is to try this. And and yeah, you know, and I guess that's what that comes in their training package of knowing how to deal with yeah. certain situations. So, and what's really good about the wellbeing ambassador role is that um, we put a business case to uh, the execs uh, to say, can we have an hour's protected time for each wellbeing ambassador? which yeah. we've never had before for champions and ambassadors it's always been in addition to you to to your job and that was which, signed off in hindsight could be more stressful which is kind of yeah. the whole point of this well-being stuff so yeah so f- for the execs to have signed that off and to guarantee mm-hmm. that you've got an hour a week protected to work on this shows how important they think it is um, and how much they value the importance of supporting well-being and actually those ambassadors will be fundamental in helping to create that groundswell at a, a grassroots level within lots of different teams. So I'd rather we've got 140 teams at the minute in combined. Yeah. I wouldn't want 140 ambassadors just to say that we've got 140 ambassadors. I'd rather have 10 that are utterly amazing and passionate about it, have loads of impacts, and then encourage others to want to do the same. Um, so that's the approach we're taking. So super exciting stuff. Yeah, and maybe that's the idea for the next podcast is getting yes, that that's being perfect there. idea. Yeah, we'll definitely get that one uh, written down. So, but yeah, that is well-being, and it's not in a nutshell at all because I feel like we haven't even scraped, you know, half the topics we could have today. But obviously, we appreciate uh, Neil you coming here and uh, well telling us your story firstly because that you know it's not an easy thing to do but also shows the the motivation that you have for not just yourself but the whole trust and others in in well-being so thank you so much for coming on no thanks for giving me an opportunity to talk about this it's uh it's it's really important thank you yeah and if you are interested in anything that we've talked about today in the podcast do check the description um, of the podcast and there should be some links or some information about where you can find uh, anything that we've talked about whether that be the well-being week or just uh, maybe the national counseling or what we had on earlier so yeah this has been a really nice podcast obviously if you are new you can follow us on soundcloud apple podcast and spotify to keep up to date and we do our podcast bi-weekly so that's every second wednesday so if it hasn't come out this week on the wednesday it'll be out next week so thank you very much and thank you neil for coming on